Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to The Penny Peep Show. Space. Oh, I probably should have written something down. Log. Captain Arlo Blackmore here with Commander Caddix in the freshly repaired and fully operational ship, the Madeline. Oh, wait, I didn't say the date. Uh, what did we end up deciding uh, about recording the date? You said you weren't going to do I it. I did, but should I? I thought about it, and I don't care. Okay. Captain's Log, but you used to care. Back when you first came aboard, I was looking for things to bother me. But now, I don't care. I've grown as a person. And so quickly, too. Because yesterday when I mentioned it, you said you didn't fucking care, and I got the feeling that you did. Nerves, I I think. And stress. Because we're getting our first interplanetary mission in six months starting later today? I know I'm anxious about it. No. Because of the new crew members coming aboard the ship? Meeting new people is fun, but meeting new colleagues can also be stressful. No. Is it because of the... Stop. I can just tell you. It's the admirals. Oh, the new fleet commanders. Uh, Calhoun and Speck? The ones we're about to have a mission briefing with? A couple of admirals dropping in on a routine deployment? It's unusual. And ever since Admiral Scharf launched that bizarre attack upon us, for which we've never had an explanation, the combination of the words unusual and admiral have me on high alert. I thought it was a nice formality. The repairs on the Madeline are finally finished and they're coming to see us off. Uh, do you know them? Do you like them? Does that matter? Well, of course it does. You're right about most people. I hate most people. Oh no. Am I lapsing into cynicism? I don't think that's possible. What was I doing? Oh, that's right. Captain's log. I'm angry with you. Laura? Dr. Santori, you need to knock. But I'm angry. I'm furious. I'm seeing red. Oh, that's great. Yes, angry. I... I... No, it's gone. Damn it. Oh, it was very convincing, wasn't it, Caddox? Didn't you think Quora was angry? I thought she was something. Sitting in sickbay, I convinced myself I felt an emotion, but by the time I got up here... Well, you're fighting off the happy, positive energy coming from Caddox and myself. I am famed for my happy, positive energy. That you created any emotion by yourself is a triumph, Quora. Perhaps. I'll continue the practice. Actually, Quora, hang about. Of course, Captain. Uh, Caddox, I know we have to leave for our mission briefing shortly. Uh, could you please make sure the teleportation room is ready for us? Why wouldn't it be? That the terminal is manned, you know. I don't think that's necessary. Just in case. Go on. All right. 
Quora, I wanted a quick word about the secret. Ah, uh, yes, the secret. The secret about Admiral Scharf and his committee, about them trying to kill us because they think we're all terrible UU officers who, for one reason or another, can't simply be dishonorably discharged. I know, Captain. The secret I've been keeping, and JJ, and Strongberg, and you, which is a bit surprising because I wasn't sure you were capable of keeping secrets. It's a constant battle between my tendency to blurt out whatever I'm thinking and not wanting to hurt people's feelings. It keeps me up at night. I know you've been more anxious of late, and even more now we're returning to interplanetary service. That we're all bad at our jobs didn't matter when we were in dry dock, but soon we'll be back out in the universe, swimming with the space sharks. And space whales and space dolphins. I hope we can pull it off. Hope. Now that's an emotion that's hard to create. I'd best get to my meeting with the admirals. I'd best get to sick bay to meet my new nurse. Oh, that's exciting. Fingers crossed they're emotionally stable. See you after shift, Caddix. Sure thing, Cora. Caddix, you didn't go ahead without me. If you want to speak to a crew member alone, you can just say that. You're the captain. You're allowed. I know, but it it's so rude. Uh, come on. Let's get this mission briefing over with. And when we come back, we can meet all the new crew. A few big appointments. The new chief engineer, Dr. Santora, is getting a nurse and a ship's counselor. A ship's counselor? Well, I thought that position was only at the captain's request. You didn't request it? I don't remember requesting it. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll be great. Oh, damn it! What? I never did my captain's log! Clay, I can't believe we won't be seeing each other every shift. I know it'll be hard, Debbie, but the teleportation room needs you. Why can't we get a new teleportation, Chief? We're getting a whole lot of other people. Oh, you're right, baby. Dylan O'Deary may have murdered multiple people, but the worst thing he's done is tear us apart two shifts a week. Deck K. Elevator, take me to Deck G. Clay, look at what she's wearing. I know, baby. It's a counsellor's uniform. Do you suppose she's the new counsellor? There's only one way to be sure. Excuse me, are you the new counsellor transferring onto the Madeline? You are Lieutenant Little. Navigator and teleportation officer Lieutenant Debbie Little. Yes, and this is my husband, Pilot Lieutenant Clay Little. Pleased to meet you. You may call me Mrs Loveland. So are you the ship's counsellor? Why would you think that? You're wearing the uniform. Can you think of another reason why I would be aboard this ship and wearing the uniform of the ship's counsellor? Well, uh, no. Then it's a half-witted question. And the time you've spent asking it has been a waste for all involved. When you wish to question me next, I suggest you consider if that is the correct choice. When the information you seek could be gleaned by the use of your eyes or perhaps your brain. With luck, we may avoid another of these embarrassing displays. Deck G. Clay! Debbie? Are you going to let her speak to me like that? Sorry, baby. Captain Blackmore, Commander Caddick. Thank you both so much for coming to see us. Oh, thank you so much for the invitation. I hear you're the new Joint Fleet Commanders. Uh, congratulations. That's so very kind of you, Captain. And this is a lovely office. It's rented. I'm Admiral Calhoun. That's Admiral Speck. Sit. Caddix, haven't seen you since the war. I was giving you a commendation while you were tonicating Captain Hayashi after the Felodin got her foot. One of my proudest moments. Good times. So much nicer to be meeting under peaceful circumstances. We wanted to celebrate the Madeline's return to service by delivering you your mission in person. You'll be heading to Nerva 8 to find a UU ship, the Adolphus. The Adolphus? That's Captain Salter's ship, isn't Surprised it? Surprised you remember him. Unremarkable. Been on the Adolphus for years. 
Competent but unambitious. What Admiral Calhoun means is that Captain Sota is a fine leader and a model captain for his crew. The Adolphus was taking a shipment of terraforming equipment to our colony on Nerva 8. They were in orbit around the planet but haven't responded to our communicator hail for a week now. Probably just a systems failure, but a caring UU is a happy UU. I'm sure Captain Sota would appreciate the check-in. No local trouble that we know of. There has been reports of Ekin in the area. And of Fidians, of course. Bottom feeders. Neither one would take on a UU ship alone. The Fidians I know, but the Ekin? I've not come across them. A scavenging race, Captain. The sword will siphon off your fuel supply in the night and then try to flog it back to you in the morning. Cowardly little things. When Admiral Calhoun says cowardly little things, she means they favor less direct forms of communication and are a small in number. What did she mean by things? If you meet them, you'll know exactly what I mean. You find all the detail you could dream of in the mission briefing. Now, a word with you, Commander Caddox. Captain Blackmore, if you could... Could what? Could you get out? What Admiral Calhoun is asking is that we would value a moment of privacy with your commander, Captain Blackmore. Oh, of course. I'll see you in the lobby, Caddox. Captain. Only boring her. You'll have your commander back in no time. Admiral Calhoun, Admiral Speck, lovely meeting you both. Right back at you. Such a nice man, your captain. I remember the charity galas he organized on his wife's behalf with great fondness. He's done surprisingly well in his post and commands a lot of loyalty from his crew. We've read his reports. And yours. Why did you want to speak to me? What's this about? Very direct. A great quality to have, Commander. Do you remember Admiral Sharp? He tried to kill me. I'd be worried if I forgot. Grubby little shit. Got what he deserved. Wish I could say the same for the rest of his treacherous committee. There hasn't been a public inquiry into that business. And there won't be. The whole thing's a bit of a black spot on the UU's reputation. So you're covering it up. Not exactly. Yes, exactly. That's why we're having this meeting in person. No records, no transcripts. If it got out, a bunch of admirals were using systematic murder to rid the UU of its most useless officers. Well, that would be a monumental fucking disaster. I see. Oh, that's why they wanted us dead. Makes sense, I guess. Makes a lot of sense, actually. And the whole committee was in on it? And the ones that aren't dead, delinquent, or disseminated into a hive of bees have been dispatched to the worst postings we can find for them. But there's one glaring piece of evidence of this whole plot that is difficult to erase. The Madeline, her crew, what to do with all of you? Calhoun and I were put in charge of the fleet to, among other things, put the Standards and Efficiency Committee to rest. And the other is prepare for the possibility of war, with an onslaught of psychotic monsters lurking on the edge of the known universe. Admiral Calhoun means that we are escalating tactical fleet preparedness in the face of disintegrating diplomatic options with the Feldonian Empire. A public relations crisis about admirals killing their own officers would be suboptimal at a time when recruitment is key. Suboptimal also describes the Madeline and its unqualified captain. Bizarrely enough, your mission logs are acceptable. Captain Arlo Blackmore is not. We want you to fix him. Train him up. Make him respectable. So he doesn't stick out like the bent nail he is if people start sniffing. I assume the truth about the committee is a secret I'm being ordered to keep. On pain of death. She's joking. I'm not. She is. Captain Blackmore places the lives of his crew above all else. He would want to know about the committee and about his wife. Creating further distrust between him and the Madeline and you, you high command would also be suboptimal. Include him. Take him into the fold. Tell him what you've told me. No. What Admiral Calhoun means is that we don't trust Arlo Blackmore to behave sensibly, and we'd rather put our trust in an officer for whom we have a modicum of respect. Bingo. But thank you for your take on the situation, Commander. What Admiral Speck means by that is that we are the admirals. We give the orders.
asking someone to leave is rude. Yeah, it was pretty rude. Are you allowed to tell me what that was about? They want me to train you, make you a textbook captain. You're already training me. Every day is a school day with you as my commander. That's cute. I mean like certifications, systematic checkboxes. Well, that shouldn't be a problem. I'm great at standardized tests. And that's why they wanted to speak to you alone? Unlike you, Captain, I can keep a secret. Haha, <laughs> yup. So, I've had a look over the mission briefing. Uh, what do you think of Captain Salter? Uh, the Admiral's descriptions were not helpful. You'll like him. Honest, thoughtful, avoids double talk, an absolute bear with his ship. He'd die for the Adolphus. Do you think we're ready? Do you think the crew are ready? Do you? They're a good crew. They work hard. They're learning. They're just getting started. Give them a chance. Give them a second chance. A third if they need it. Why are you so on edge? Is it the mission or... Would you believe me if I told you that I too had a secret? No. Well then, let's get back to the ship, Commander. Captain on the bridge! Thank you, Stromberg. Hello, bridge crew. Hello, Hello Captain. Captain. Good to see you, Captain. Are we excited to be hitting the open, the open space, the, the big wide? Are you excited? I'm I'm always always excited. Captain. Are you excited, Captain? Oh boy, am I! Just excitement and no other emotions. Is everyone doing their job and meeting expectations in a way that would not piss me off? Hello. So good to see you again. Mrs. Loveland? Yes, it's me. What are you doing here? It's lovely to see you again. I'm just surprised. I'm your new ship's counselor. Last minute transfer. Oh, well, I'm delighted. I was wondering when you'd show up. The counselor post is available only at the captain's discretion, and Captain Blackmore didn't ask for a counselor. He didn't. I knew you lacked a counselor, and I thought, how has Arlo survived without me? I must impose myself upon him. And so I have. Mrs. Loveland, this is Commander Caddix. Caddix is one of the best people I know. <laughs> I need no introduction to the Commander. She makes fantastic reading. We'll have to catch up, Commander. Over drinks. And have you met the rest of the bridge group? Our head of science, Lieutenant Commander Jane J.J. Jones. Call me J.J. Everybody does. Mm. Lieutenant Commander Ivor Stromberg, our head of security. You brought your own chair to the bridge, unorthodox. I have an injury. I cannot stand. I see. Injured while protecting the lives of the crew. We're very proud of him. Lieutenant Pomona DuPont, I'm sure you know by reputation. She's our comms officer and the inventor of the Omni Translatoscope. Mm. <laughs> Captain, you do make a fuss. And our pilot. And navigator. We've met. A matching set. Lieutenant Navigator Debbie Little. We've met. And Lieutenant Pilot Clay Little. We've met. And now I've met all of you. I can't wait to know all of you better and find out how each of you tick. Captain, how do you know Counselor Loveland? Please, why so formal, Commander? Call me Mrs. Loveland. Mrs. Loveland and I were on the Wagahabup circuit back in the old days. The what? Wives and girlfriends and husbands and boyfriends and partners. We both married Admiral. We were on committees together, organized charity events together, went to countless ceremonies and parties. I am one of Arlo's oldest and closest associates. Tell me, Arlo, how is your dear wife, Cassandra? Oh, it's complicated. Uh, the morbid intricacies of human relationships. Where is Admiral Loveland? It's hard to say. Admiral Loveland disassembled his central intelligence and was absorbed back into the greater hive upon his home planet. Oh, I'm sorry to hear 
that, Mrs. Loveland. Thank you, Arlo. Admiral Loveland was on the Standards and Efficiency Committee, wasn't... I'm sorry, he, she... What is gender to a swarm of bees? We've got plenty of time to catch up at the senior staff nibbles after shift. For now, we need to be heading to Nerva 8. Senior staff nibbles? He means senior staff drinks. I don't. I mean nibbles. Come now, Arlo. Caddox loves a good drink. Don't you, Caddox? Why don't you take a seat, Mrs. Loveland? We'll be bouncing away on our mission soon enough. DuPont... Notify port authorities that we're on our way. At once, Captain. Lieutenant Navigator Little, get us a course for Nerva Consider 8. Consider it done, Captain. And Lieutenant Pilot Little, check in with engineering and get that Tipler engine online. All that good stuff. Roger that, Captain. Then it's time. Time we return to the vast expanse of space. The never-ending veil of darkness that stretches to the limits of the imagination. To the edge of infinity. Oh, <laughs> Bounce when ready. Aye, aye, Captain. Launching in three, two, one. Uh, sorry, I didn't see you there, Officer Slugman. Good evening, Commander. DuPont, why are you at the senior staff drinks? The captain invited me, even if I'm only a lowly lieutenant. I meant, why would you want to come? You want to spend your free time making small talk with people you see every day? I suppose I don't. I did want to add my latest language patch for Kazkov. He's asking if you want a drink. Yeah, I got it. He can't stand here all night. Mind your tone, DuPont. I'm just translating, Commander. Oh, well, n- no. No drink. I'm fine. Couldn't pedagogia fan hope denier. Don't act so surprised. Oh, not drinking, Commander? Mrs. Lovely. You know you're no fun when you're sober. Or perhaps it's silly of me to assume you haven't arrived half-cut? Speak to me like that again, Counselor, and I'll make your time aboard the Madeline a living hell. I'm so sorry, Commander. I thought it was playful banter between colleagues. Forgive my mistake. It was made in the spirit of friendship. Ah, Caddis! Captain, I see you've already started on the cocktails. Kaskar made it for me. It's delicious. As long as you're not too hungover to begin officer training tomorrow. Oh, it's one cocktail. Besides, that's the least of my worries. What are you worried about? Mmm, mmm. Stromberg, how are you this evening? Excited for the mission, Captain. I and all the diplomacy enforcers are looking forward to throwing our lives away on behalf of the man. Interesting way of putting it. No one is throwing their life away. I'm sure it's going to be a, a calm mission. Very boring. Ah, do not be so pessimistic, Captain. Every mission can end in death if you try hard oh, enough. Officer Kaskar, can I get another of these purple things? Ooh, these are good. What are they? Why am I asking? We have no idea what we're saying to each other. And here's to the most tedious mission imaginable. Captain, are you alright? Of course I am. <laughs> Look, our new head of engineering has arrived. Uh, come on, Stromberg, come and meet Lieutenant Commander Cormorant. Caddox, Centaur, not drinking this evening. Not in public. We joke, but I also do not joke. What's up with the captain this evening? He's anxious. About? Something. Ugh, your heightened empathy never ceases to dazzle. Not a mind reader. Besides, I've had a day of it with my new nurse. How bad? I cannot put into words how bad it is. 
I've never been happier to be in a confined space with a crowd of increasingly drunk humans before. Uh, the captain is drinking those cocktails rather quickly. It's it, more sugar than alcohol. Kaskar told me it contains eight shots of spirits, and the captain is already on his third. Oh, I'd better slow him down. Where did he go? He was talking to the new chief engineer, uh, that grizzled man with the metal blade on his face and the glowing red cybernetic eye. It has magnetic anchoring, has three different motor speeds, and has a built-in holster for my favorite plasma rifle. My leg has that. Plus, I can crush skulls with my foot. Ooh. Oh, Caddix, have you met Cormorant yet? At that time, the legendary Commander Caddix. Legendary. You're the number one source of fear amongst my team, and that's with their last chief being an homicidal ensign devouring monster. No one has anything to fear from me if they do their jobs to a reasonable level of competency. <laughs> we'll get along famously. <laughs> what are you doing? Into my mate Stromberg. I'm talking about his chair. I was shot by experimental felidon weaponry and have unusual neurological damage, and so cannot use my legs. They got you rattling about the ship in some old tap that looks like it was just pulled off a synthesizer. I think it was, wasn't it? You know what they tried to saddle me with when I lost my leg? A dismissal on medical grounds. Instead, I clanked back into engineering a week later with this beauty. Don't just take what you're given. You hear me, Stromberg? I'm gonna get another of these cocktails. Captain, a word before you have another drink. Would you take my empty, Officer Kaskar? Yinyatsa, ah, And to you. You need to cool it with the cocktails. Apparently those are strong, and you are knocking them back fast. It's fine. Ah, Mrs. Loveland! Ugh, this again. You should get along with Mrs. Loveland. I think you've got a lot in common. What a terrible thing to say. Commander Caddix has made it clear she wants our relationship to be strictly professional, Arlo. Is that supposed supposed to be bait I'm rising to? I'm ship's counselor with multiple doctorates in human and xenobiologic psychiatry. Why would I bait you, Commander? I'm still figuring that Let's out. Let's just get along and get this mission done. This mission. This stupid mission. Captain, what is wrong with you tonight? And what is wrong with the mission? Hello, Captain! Commander! Counselor! JJ? Mm. How are we all? Excited about the mission? It's gonna be a boring mission and I don't care to discuss it! Oh, I'm sorry, Captain. Oh, oh, oh no. Captain, maybe you should sit down or have a drink of water? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm... <laughs> I caught it! I'm okay! Oh, what the fuck? Hey, what are in these cocktails? That was not good. Good evening, Captain, Commander. Evening, Ensign Tweedy. So embarrassing. At least you swallowed your vomit. Captain, Commander, see you on shift tomorrow. Right, Ensign Cornforth. And you recovered quickly once Officer Slugman fed you all those coffees. That's right. I may have gotten drunk, but I also got very jittery. You want to come in for a nightcap, Len? I mean, would you like to come in for a nibble? What are you inviting me to nibble, Arlo? I meant come in and have a chat. Talking to you always makes things better. You can finally tell me what's been bothering you. What do you want to drink? You know the kind of thing I like. Synthesizer, a mudslide. Here you go. What's this? A cocktail for children. Oh, it's Good. Have you actually kept a secret from me? It's like I don't even know you. No one knows me better. This is different. This is serious. I don't even know if I should tell you. You're going to. Ugh, 
Do you remember Admiral Sharp? How much do people think I drink? You're asking if I remember the man who tried to kill well, me. he tried to kill all of us, and we never found out why. Only we did. See, while you were off the ship saving everyone's lives, we kept trying to communicate to Sharf, and he finally answered. And he told you the Madeline was made up of you, you losers that he and his committee were trying to wipe How out. How do you know? The admirals, Calhoun and Speck. But if Sharf told you, you've known for months. Why is it upsetting you now? Because we were docked. Our crew was stuck at desks or in the gym. That'll be the security department. But now we're flying out. Ah, uh, you're worried about these idiots making mistakes. I'm worried about these people who were doing the best they can getting hurt. I'm worried I'll be the one responsible. Oh, I should just resign. Being a UU officer is not a job you can just quit. And if Calhoun and Speck let you walk, it'd raise more questions than if you just did your job incompetently. Oh, it feels good to get this off my chest, to tell you. I can't help thinking I should tell the rest of the crew, too, that they have the right to know. Or would it turn them against each other and the ship? When I first came aboard the Madeline, I was doing those captain competency courses. I downloaded my old notes this afternoon. I was looking at the United Universe Code of Leadership. You know, strive together, lead by example, inspire confidence. Demand the best, build on weakness, etc. I remember. How can I do those things if people know I'm shit? But how can I help my team if I can't be honest with them? Mm, not a great way to inspire confidence. Lead by example and get me another of these milkshake things. <laughs> Hello friends, creator of the podcast Kieran here. Thank you for listening to the first episode of season two of The Edge of Infinity. How's it going? How do you feel about it? I know I was psyched, although I may have forgotten how many characters there are. Speaking of too many characters, we turn to this episode's cross-promotion. We're talking about Kill My Darlings. Kill My Darlings is an interactive fantasy writing podcast where you take on the role of editor and give feedback on a brand new world as it's created. Are you a lover of the fantasy adventure novel? Have you ever wanted to rearrange the nations of Middle-earth or tweak the cosmos of the Discworld? Now's your chance. Check out Kill My Darlings, where all good links are found in the episode description. Before I do my sign-off, I just want to thank you. Yes, you, for sticking around during our reruns. It's pretty exciting to be returning with some original programming. Why not welcome the new series of The Edge of Infinity back to the podcast by leaving us a review or reaching out on any of the socials in the episode description. You can also head to our Instagram to check out the concept art for this episode's new alien species. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the rest of the episode. See you in a fortnight. Bye. Captain's Log. It's been three days since the embarrassing senior staff nibbles. Everyone has been super nice about it. As of 15 minutes ago, I have completed and submitted a UU officer entrance exam. Having not studied for it, I'm not sure why. We're trying to figure out where your knowledge is lacking. Hold for nervous laughter. Huh? It's also been three days since we set out on our first mission in months. Soon we'll be arriving at Nerva 8 in search of a missing UU ship. Maybe Captain Salter and his crew knocked a coffee over the communicator or something. We'll only know for sure when we find the Adolphus. Uh, hello, Captain, Commander. We've found the Adolphus. Ah, we'll be right out. 
Captain on the breach! Thank you, Stromberg. There she is, nerve for eight. She's a big ball of dirt. Bauxite deposits, Commander. She's ugly, but valuable. And where's the Adolphus? The Adolphus is coming into visual range. To the left, Captain. She's a big ship. Why does it have such a big ass? Cargo transport. Big ship. Big cargo bay. The ship is powered off, and the cargo bay door is open. She's drifting in orbit. Uh, Would you like to send a communication, Captain? Good idea, DuPont. All right, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to your communication office. Yes, yes, skip all that. Ship communication. Uh, I know that already. Skip. DuPont. Apologies, everyone. It's been some time, and I. Oh, here it is. Order from your commanding officer. (sighs) Yes, good. I'm doing the communication, Captain. DuPont, you know how to do it. Just do it. I wanted to get it right. And this is doing it right? Oh, look, fine. I'll hit any old buttons then. Beep, boop, beep. In your own time, Captain. Oh, thank you, DuPont. Uh, the Adolphus. This is you, you ship the Madeline. Our things. People are worried about you, and we're checking that you're okay. I'm not getting a response. Are you sure you haven't pressed a button with your elbow or something? No! I'll show you. Oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. That was my elbow, but this strange hissing sound coming from the Adolphus is not. It's some sort of strange interference. Oh, prepare for combat! Shields up, Captain! Not do that, Stromberg. I'm also picking up some odd frequencies from the Adolphus. Some sort of shield. Not to UU specifications, however. I'm whipping! Shut up, Stromberg. But I am picking up something, UU. What is it? It's combadges from the crew. Dozens of them. Oh, fantastic news! They are... Oh. Normally you'd say you're detecting life signs. Yes, Captain. But instead you're detecting com badges. Yes, Captain. But no life signs. The badges. They're in orbit around Nerva 8, only not in the ship. Oh, shields up, Captain! Yeah, Thank you, maybe so. Have you got a lock on a body, Debbie? I have. And you've got the containment field for when it lands on the teleportation pad? Yes. And are you giving me massive attitude for asking you to do your job? I'm meant to be with Clay this shift, not teleporting dead bodies. Make that my problem, and I'll order you into couples counseling with Mrs. Lovelace. You can't stop Clay and I being codependent. We need each other. If the containment field is up, do I need this hazmat suit? Probably not, JJ, but it's good for a laugh. Debbie, bring that body on board. Yes, Commander. Ew! I'll give them a scan. So gross! One day, someone will flush you into the cold vacuum of space, Debbie. And on that day, I hope they treat you with more respect than you've shown to whoever that is. Lieutenant Farley, my scanner isn't picking up any biological or chemical hazard. Dr. Santora will have to do an autopsy. Poor man. May Bok-Bok see his soul safely to wherever it wants to go. Not very specific, your religion. Bok-Bok doesn't like to make demands. He prefers to weasel belief out of people. I'd hate to wish Lieutenant Farley a blissful reincarnation if he's expecting to transcend through the 11 levels and 9 stairwells of Quark. You see, the theology of Bok- Down, JJ. Debbie, drop the containment field. Let's get Lieutenant Farley on a stretcher and down to sickbay. Can I take this hazmat suit off then? Mm, I'm not done laughing yet.
Dr. Santora. Commander Caddox, what do you have for me? Lieutenant Farley, formerly of the Adolphus. Where do you want him? The nearest bed. And up we go, JJ. Uh, oh, good. A dead one. I'm a flippant nihilist, but even I'm not that casually bleak. I'm sorry, I don't mean that. I'm under a lot of pressure at the moment. If we could make some room, this is sickbay, not thrusters. Shit, another civilian. I'm Nurse Timish. I apologize for snapping. I'm under a lot of pressure at the moment, and this is the mood we're stuck in. Oh, lovely for you, Dr. Santora. Don't civilians like to be in groups? We do. We're much happier. Nobody asked. Nobody warned me. He just appeared, and I've had to deal with Good him. Good afternoon, sir. And how are we feeling? Who are you talking to? The patient. He's dead. I'm going to start by taking your temperature, sir. My thermometer broke off. That's because the patient froze to death in space. I see. Ah, uh, I'm sorry, everybody. Our emotions are getting the best of us. We, I, I am sorry if we're a confused... Go into the back, Timish. You are making me angry. Well, I, I, I'm not angry. I can't make you angry. Please. I thought we were irritated. Go. It, it was nice meeting you. A genuine pleasure. It was nice meeting you too. JJ, go and let the captain know we've got the doctor on the case. Yes, Commander. Santora? It's been a nightmare, Caddox. You should have said. I did. I mentioned. I said, my nurse, awful. I thought they were rude or incompetent. You won't leave me alone. He can't. He expects me to be his seon, to lead him. Is that something you can do? I'm not ready. I don't want him here. That sucks, Cora. I don't know what to say. Let's just get this body on the table. So, Dr. Santora, what can you tell us about Lieutenant Farley? First of all, I want to thank you for this invitation to the briefing room. I can't tell you how much of a relief it is to get out of sickbay. We'll have to invite you more often. Hopefully not for more autopsies. On that, Lieutenant Farley presented a rather textbook case. Multiple fractures in the arms and legs, including an oblique displaced fracture to the left femoral shaft and a significant depressed skull fracture. That's a grim textbook. If we take the broken bones swelling to the body and the tissue tearing to the lungs, we're looking at someone who got sucked out of spaceship, bouncing off the walls as they went. Oh, poor Lieutenant Farley. And the other 78 people on board. I can oversee the recovery of the remaining bodies if you would like, Captain. Give them a proper UU send-off. Well, we know what happened to them. I guess we need to find out why. Why they all got sucked out airlocks to their death. Yes, Captain. An away team of some sort seems appropriate to investigate all those deaths. The logical next step, Captain. Yep. The next step is to send our people to the location where 78 people died in horrific circumstances. Are you still feeling anxious about the mission? Obviously. Captain Devlin, as I knew they would, they are sending one of their shuttles over. They took much longer than you said they would, Captain Zah. What is a day or two? Soon you shall have two United Universe ships, when before we had zero. That is what you action can expect when allied to the great Ophidians. We 
you know, we're careful people. It's not a prize won when the prize is still fully armed. And we have already lost so many of our crew. That captain must have been crazy to throw away his life like that. We were <laughs> going to kill him, Captain Zorn. I guess that's true, Captain Devlin. But I suppose we must carry on, even if we have already sacrificed so much. We Ophidians would sacrifice each and every one of ourselves to win! <laughs> that would rather defeat the purpose, wouldn't it? Davy as Captain Arlo Blackmore. Rhiannon Marshall as Lieutenant Commander Eleanor Caddick. Michelle Zana as Dr. Quora Centora. Matt Graham as Lieutenant Commander Ivor Stromberg and Nurse Timish. Catherine Jones as Lieutenant Commander Jane JJ Jones. Jacqueline Osorio as Lieutenant Pomona Dupont and Councillor Mrs. Loveland. David Moss as Lieutenant Commander Cormorant and Lieutenant Clay Little. Rosie Williamson as Lieutenant Debbie Little. David Stokes as Admiral Speck. Lucy Clark as Admiral Calhoun. And... Yahil Kiflagurgis as Captain Zar. Music by Andrew Chamberlain. Words by Kieran Davey.